afternoon and welcome to Your Life, Your Way. I'm your host, Kathleen McDermott. When life throws you a detour, is your first reaction to give up and quit? Or is it to embrace the challenge? We do have a choice. We do have a choice of giving up, quitting, feeling like a fraud, a failure. Or we can find a way to move forward, find the lessons. This is what we're going to talk about today. We don't often see the struggles or talk about the struggles and the challenges of being an entrepreneur. It's not always a straight line. Life isn't. My guest today, Jamie Renee, is really going to be honest, upfront, transparent, vulnerable on where she's been, where she is, and now where she's going. She is a coach and podcast host for burnt out and high achieving women in corporate. Her podcast is breaking up with corporate. Her coaching business is there's no place like home. I think you'll find what she has to say today, very deep, very relatable, and very open with answers and solutions and a new way to see the things that often come to us that we're not ready to deal with. Thank you for joining us. And here's Jamie. Good afternoon, Jamie. I am so thrilled to have you here with me today. Thank you, Kathleen. I'm excited to be here. There's so much we have to talk about. I know. I know. It's, <laughs> it's going. <laughs> it's going. And I love that we have the multi-passionate personality in yeah. common. Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> yes, it's so funny you say that. Yes, that's exactly right. My boys always tell me that. Oh God, there she goes. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that it's like a gift and a curse all at the all same at time. <laughs> <laughs> but the primary reason I am, of course, thrilled to speak with you and have you here today is, as you know, it's your life, your way. So my passion and mission and purpose is to help women find their way to redesign their life however they want that serves them based on their dreams and desires and needs and wants. And you are on a path where you are working your own, <clears throat> creating your life your way. You have a family, you have a bit of change going on. <laughs> And you have a fabulous podcast of your own. So what I would like to do is I'd like to just step, take a step back. And I would love to have you give us a little insight as to who Jamie Renee is and what's on your mind today. And then we're going to get into the real nitty gritty as your sparking thoughts. <laughs> yeah, no, it's one of those things to where, like, if you would have asked me a month ago, my answer <laughs> would have been totally different, but you know, things have been changing rapidly um, ever since. So let me just kind of start over here. My, I have a podcast called breaking up with corporate, which I started after I um, took a severance from my corporate job about this time last year and really just kind of dove into like the online business world. And it's something that I've kind of played around with before, but the first time whenever I left, I was not mentally prepared. I had somewhat of an identity crisis whenever I was like basically shedding all of the, the shoulds from corporate and how I viewed myself and how um, I valued myself, which was really interesting, just kind of all the undoing whenever you don't have that title to your name, which seems really silly, but it was a lot of what I dealt with. And so I ended up going back to corporate. Um, this, you know, like, an, again, after the first time I left, and then <laughs> spent, um, I guess, about three years, you know, trying still doing some stuff on the side, but you know, mostly just in corporate doing, doing my, my thing, always wanting, I mean, I'm entrepreneur at heart. So it's always like, I've always had stuff on the side. I've always been interested in other things and projects and just really excited, you know, about learning in general. So I ended up about this time last year, taking a severance from that corporate job that I had gone back to and really thought that I was ready this time. And <laughs> 
bump, 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 you know, started a podcast, which has gone really, really well. Um, I've met lots of amazing people and have interviewed really amazing people, yourself included, which is coming up on one of the episodes. Um, and just have learned a lot about myself and about putting myself out there and a whole bunch of uncovering of things like that I didn't realize I still had to work on, but were made evident whenever I <laughs> jumped again. Um, and it's kind of come full circle, you know, it's not, was not part of my plan, but um, the situation is that I am now starting a corporate job in just a couple of days. And so we're like back for round three, but, you know, it's one of those things like once I finally came to terms with the fact that this is happening and this is what the decision is and really getting behind that decision so much has opened up for me just in the last couple of weeks that is like it's one of those things that just kind of solidified that this is the path that I need to be on at this time and of course there's I make it sound kind of easy but there was a whole lot of angst and drama involved in that process and and just really kind of ninja mind working that I've had to really do and to be okay with everything like where I'm at right now. So it's been a journey. <laughs> and I so appreciate that. And I have so, ex <clears throat> excuse me, appreciate your being honest. And you had asked me, you were quite honest and direct and asked me, do I still want to have you on my podcast? <laughs> yeah. And I'm honest in saying, I think the reason I want you on my podcast today is even stronger now because of what you're going through. And it really falls on one word that you said to me. Do you remember the word? You felt like a... Like a fraud. <laughs> and the reason that that stands out so much to me, excuse me, <clears throat> I'm sorry. The reason it stands out to me so much is it is so common with us as women. If we want to step out and try something new and... I hear this all the time that well, I feel like an imposter, I, I, imposter syndrome, or I feel like a fraud. It's such a common thought process that we have that who are we? Right. Who are we? So can you delve into that? Do you mind delving into that feeling and how you felt yeah. in that word that you, do, you openly used? So it must have some emotion <laughs> behind it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's one of, you know, when I left corporate this time, I thought for sure it, that was it right? Like I updated my LinkedIn bio that was like, I'm done with corporate. And I started a podcast called Breaking Up With Corporate. I wrote articles about how done I was with corporate and why I left. I mean, like I had built this other like secondary identity around Jamie Renee, corporate escapee, you know. <laughs> and then, you know, <clears throat> building a business is hard. And it's a lot of work and there's a lot of emotional things that come up, especially for women, I think, about the feelings that we have. And, you know, in the beginning it was, I was, um, I felt like a fraud because who am I to have a podcast? You know, who am I to do this? Who am I? Like when I would go to post on social media, it was like, who even cares what I have to say? So like dealing with all those emotions over the last year and overcoming those and then getting to a place where I feel like it's coming around, but then my runway's out, you know, it's not like I'm just independently wealthy. And so like my finances haven't quite caught up to my vision. And so, you know, it's just one of those things like I'm going to do what I need to do to provide for my family, to do my part, to, you know, pay the bills. And so I really had to take a look at it. And it wasn't that I was a little bit resistant to the fact, and it was because I felt like such a fraud, um, having built this identity, <clears throat> excuse me, having built this identity about being a corporate escapee, and then having that be my solution to my problem. So I had to do a lot of 
just really dig deep mindset work around all of those feelings and really understand how I could shift that and how I could view it differently and how I could see this for my benefit and all that that entailed. So it was a lot of just coming to terms with that. I feel like a fraud because here I have been telling women for the last year about how they need to leave corporate or, I mean, and that's not, I mean, that's just like my brain, right? That's not really what I've been telling them. I've been showing them another way of people who are doing it differently, who people who have left corporate and people who are successful in it. So it's not that I've just been bashing corporate this whole time. I mean, but we, we all know that there's plenty to, there's plenty there's to bash. Plenty to bash. <laughs> there's plenty to bash, but it's, it was just this whole, like, ugh, you're such a hypocrite. You're such a fraud. Like now you're going to go back. And so it was, a, it was a lot of dealing with that. And I think what you're, you're speaking about the soul searching and I like the way you called it ninja. <laughs> your ninja research, your ninja thinking, because we, and you and I talked about this the other day, and I'm going to compare it to uh, one of the points we talked about was how you feel in a particular yoga pose and how it reflects life off the mat and on the mat. Mm-hmm. There's a difference to going back to corporate because you got scared because you're avoiding, because you're, you're, you're scared that fear is is winning out. And then there's a difference to knowing that this is the step that serves your family right now. And it's similar to that pose where, okay, are you physically hurting in that pose and we need to adjust it? Or are you fighting something? Are you afraid? And that's the way life rolls. And to be able to take the time that you needed to examine, to truly look at and say, okay, what and why, and what do I need? And why is this happening? And we know our path isn't straight, right? (laughs) We see those memes come across all the time. In fact, right now they're coming through frequently where you'll see the straight arrow, you know, we, this is how we think life should be. And then it's all squiggly lines. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We know that's how life really is. And I'm always thinking, okay, mother universe, don't give me any more lessons right now. Let's just, let's just, let's just stay quiet for a little while. Like I'm good on lessons. Can we just move forward? (laughs) So I like the fact that you really took the time and you're being honest and open and sharing that it's something that you really need to, you really need to not only, excuse me, think about, but feel it and, and listen and, and, and just really kind of eat it up and make a, a decision that was right for you and your family. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, that's part of the skills that I've learned over the last year is to really feel my feelings and not just ignore them or push them away or reject them or Or let them run the show or let them run the show or judge them all the things like it's I've made great strides in certain areas of my life and like my my thinking and like intentional thinking and my understanding of like my body's response to things and how that can run the show. If you're not paying attention, (laughs) like those are things that I've really, really learned this year. So it was interesting to be able to put all of that into practice, real practice, something that's very challenging for me and then see how, I can really just be okay and find my purpose in what's happening. Yes. Or how how what's happening also can be either or, or even beyond how what's happening fits your purpose. There's just so much to take in with what you're going through and really see where it takes you. And you're only going to grow more from it, from the experience. Right. And it will only allow you to be stronger and more I've been there done that (laughs) to serve someone else to help someone else when their path is not going on this route that they envision I mean we since little girls we have these visions of how we want our life to be you know we there's all kinds of things we envision and how we want things to be but and I think it's exciting sometimes to to not know what's coming around the corner to have a little hand and 
the paintbrush and, and designing it and seeing where it goes and the tips and twists and turns. Yeah. I think it just goes to show like how much, how I firmly believe that like you're, it's not necessarily the circumstances. It's your response to those and how you choose to see things, how you choose to interpret things. Like one of the things, you know, I, we've all been through like really hard, terrible things in our lives. I mean, if you're human, like that's just part of the experience. Mm -hmm. And typically whenever you get enough distance from something, you can always look back and find what it was or why it was, or learn something from the situation. Like if you're growth-minded at all, <laughs> you know, I mean, like if you're, if you have that capacity, if you're willing to see it. Yes. Right. So there's always something in those hard times for us, for us to take away and to learn. And I kind of just lost my train of thought. Um, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. So, oh, that's, there's a Eckhart Tolle uh, quote that, it, and I'm, I might butcher it, but it's something along the lines of go into every situation as if you chose it. And then that quote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like, I've really tried to adopt that in my life. So where it's like, okay, well, technically I did choose this, you know, this job that I put in an application, I had the interview, you know, so that sorts of things. And then, but it's more like, okay, what is it that I can learn from this situation? Like if it, if this is for me and everything happens for me, everything is for my benefit, because that's how I choose to see things. It opens up this broader thinking to where I can pull the benefit from the situation now. So like, I don't have to wait three years from now where I can look back and be like, oh, I, this is what I learned from that situation. Like I've learned to take that thinking and expand it to where it just opens up possibilities of what is in this for me right now, because I Beautiful. know that there's something Beautiful. like I'm doing this for a reason. And so having that mindset and frame framework has really just helped me come to terms with get over the feeling of feeling like a fraud, get over of like the, the shame that I felt around going back to, to work and just thinking like, okay, there is something left for me to learn. I'm going to go in, I'm going to learn it. And like, this is just a, a turn in my path. This is not like the end of the story. This is not me giving up on my dreams. This is, you know, this is just a, a turn because I've got something else to learn. And I think that is just so freeing to be able to get to that place. It is, it is. And I'm so, I'm sitting here trying not to laugh with total love because I feel like I'm hearing myself speak back to me <laughs> and I'll share, share why, you know, you've made such peace with going back. And, and I think that's beautiful. And I hope someone else is able to find the strength in that because we are, we are more alike than we are different. And yet we are different. Right. I'll have to remember that. Um, <laughs> but there is a, there is, in talking with you the other day, you said something and there is a point. This isn't a case where you're planning on going back forever. Right. You had said to me, you have a plan. <laughs> I do have a plan. <laughs> and there was so much that I realized after I made that decision and I came to peace with that decision, it's like, okay, this is it. There's something for me here. And then what happens is it opens up all of that thinking and I was just flooded already with an exit strategy. Like all of the things to where it's like 12, 18 months, however long it takes. Like I have a plan that was made available to me. And so like allowing that and being in that there's something for me here mentality and that mode like allowed that to come in and allowed me to to really have that so I think it was I mean like I said I I allowed myself to grieve I allowed myself 
you know, to feel all the feelings and then looked at the situation again, as if I had chosen it. And then like things have just shifted already so much. I love that. And that you've just said, and I took time to grieve because you do feel like you're losing something, even though you're probably going to be gaining absolutely more, but yeah, I can understand that, that you feel there's a loss. There's a letdown. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm grieving the vision that I had for the time, you know, that for what I wanted to do, I haven't accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. I didn't want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the the universe doesn't always like, yeah, yeah, work on our timeline. So it's like, like, excuse me, I wanted that yesterday. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I put in my order months ago. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Exactly. You know, in a, a lot of what you're going through, the reason I say I wanted to to laugh with love and familiarity because I find that in going through my own twists and turns of the past, not being in the direction that I felt it should have been in. Right. Um, I call them review processes. Oh. So because it's always, you know, the work is going to go on forever. As long as you're willing to continue to be the student, the work is always going to be there for you to do. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I don't think that is a, oh God, it's never going to end type feeling. I think it's it's beautiful. Growth and expansion can happen forever. Right. And it got to the point where I said, okay, I feel like, God, I feel like I'm taking, you know, two steps back, 10 steps back. But then it got to the point where, okay, I've taken those steps back. What is it? Why? What, what is it that I need to learn? What is it that I need to review? What is it that I need to work on? Yeah. And that will come up. And I don't know if I shared with you, um, (laughs) this came up on a phone call I was on and it was regarding finances and it, it was just, she was so lovely. And I just did not want to lose patience because she was doing everything she could to help me. And it was a case of, you know, an online, getting things to work online and, and getting my information here. And, you know, you have to go through all of this information to prove who you are over the mm-hmm. phone. Okay, great. Get it. Grateful for that. But when you have the same person again <laughs> on the next phone call and she's insisting that you go through all that again right, and more, it's like, I was just talking to you, you know, like five minutes ago. Well, at that point, finally, I said to her and I said, oh, God, I said, I apologize to you. I can hear my tone. And I said, apparently, I still have a little bit of work to do. <laughs> and she just got a kick out of that. And we both laughed. But that's that's the ultimate point that you get to. Yeah. And that's where I hear that you are. You you know that this is someplace where you just have to be now. Yeah. And if we could just learn to let go of those, those societal pressures and those generational pressures, and I call them curses, that it's okay. And, and that brings us to the word failure. Mm-hmm. You're not a failure. I'm not a failure when I take steps back or something doesn't work out the way that I envision. It's just the way the path is right now. And it's a case for us to strengthen yeah. and discover. But society has us as we're supposed to think, well, oh, if it doesn't happen, if it's not you know, perfect, I'm using my little finger quotations. <laughs> um, we're fa- we failed. And that's just not the case. And I think as women, we really, and that I think I know as women, we really need to let go of that stuff right now. Yes. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not, but we really need to do the work to get through those things that are not ours to carry. We don't need to think that way. It was never ours to think that way. And I'm so thrilled to hear that you are not thinking that way. Granted, you had that step back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going forward. You know, I, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was like, you know, two steps forward, one step back is still forward progress. Mm-hmm. And it's only failure if you, A, don't learn or B, quit. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, okay, things didn't go according to plan. Great. I probably should have had a better plan or a plan. You know, it's just like one of those things that just kept evolving as I needed to grow. So it's like just being aware of where I'm at and how my mental state affects everything that I do and everything that I try and everything that I'm exploring. I mean, it's been, 
it's been really interesting just to watch, you know, from just from like a nerdy science perspective, you know, to where I think I was telling you the other day, as soon as I accepted that job, the way my behavior immediately changed, even though my circumstances in that moment hadn't changed. I still had the same amount of money in the bank. I still had the same, you know, investments. I still, everything else was the same, except I had accepted a job and I noticed that I had scheduled a coffee date. I had had lunch with a girlfriend that I hadn't in months. I went shopping. I scheduled a massage for a gift certificate that I've had since Mother's Day that I have not allowed, quote unquote, allowed myself to use. And I realized with all of this information and all of this observation of my behavior, I was like, I've still got money stuff to sort out. Like I that knew is you were going this path and I love this path. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I'll just be quite frank. I have been working on this business for a year now and I have not made a single penny. Like, you know, it's like, okay, the podcast, it's a slow build. It's the thing, you know, and it's just like, I put out, um, I did a five day challenge for a course that no one bought. I, but, you know, but it's like, all of those are learning experiences. All of those are things that are valuable and will add up. It's just like the timing is not right. And it's quite evident that to me, how, maybe not the how just yet, but the fact that I have been blocking myself from that by not doing the things that I would if I had had that traditional job, if I had had, you know, if I'd had the same faith in myself and my, just the way that money works from an energetic perspective of like receiving and allowing and all of the things it's like, I had just totally pinched it off and that only became evident whenever I accepted that job and then noticed how my behavior shifted. It was just like, well, isn't that interesting, (laughs) you know, to where I wouldn't, where I've told you, I would have told you like, oh no, I've done a lot of work around money. I've released a lot of money blocks. I've done this program and read this book and did all the things. And yet here we are. And all of that still happened. It was just, it was just really interesting to watch. And I mean, which is why I just get so fascinated with all of this stuff to where it's like, I just think humans in general, like how we behave and what we respond to and all of the things, it's just like this constant learning and unlearning and shedding and gaining. And I don't know, I just love it all. And it's so, um, we hear it all the time and maybe it gets to the point where some people might say, oh God, I'm so sick of hearing that again, but that talk about money and what our feelings and attitudes and influences have been about money really makes a difference, but especially with one key word you said, and it's the energy. Mm-hmm. And if you want to talk that to the law of attraction, you can manifest all you want. You can whatever it is, whether you're using affirmations, however it is for you, you can do that all you want. But if your energy isn't truly in the right place, it's exactly that. We hold ourselves yeah. back. And we, then we say, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing, doing all, all the, right the things. things. Exactly. exactly. I'm doing all the things, but nothing's happening. Well, right. If anybody was like watching from the outside and I, you know, I, I tend to be an open book. So it's not like this is the first time that people are hearing that I have not <laughs> made any money yet. Cause I just, I think it's important that people know that there's a lot of, there's a lot that comes up and there's a lot that you have to deal with. And there's a lot, you know, it's, the, <laughs> there's no such thing as like an overnight success. The people that you see, it's like, yeah, an overnight success that they work 10 years on when exactly. nobody was paying attention. I was the same thing, but all these people that are in fact in the podcast world that are so successful, they started out doing the same things we are doing. And exactly. it, it, you don't wake up. We weren't born out of the womb, these famous podcast hosts. Yeah. So it takes twists and turns and time and patience and sometimes backtracking and yeah. learning. And it's all, where would we, we're, as there's a quote that says, 
you're going to be, somebody says, well, I can't go to college. I'm too old. Well, I'm 56 or I'm 60 or whatever it happens to be. Well, you're still going to be 65 or 66 or 67 anyways, right. whether you graduate or not. So why not fill in that time? Why not? Yeah. I mean, and that's honestly just the, the honest to God, like truth that I've adopted. It's like, I don't care if I am working on this till the day I die. Like, this is just my passion. This is just what I want to do. I am not stopping. And yeah, it may take 10 years and it may take a couple trips back and forth to corporate, but it's like, honestly, the time is going to pass anyway. And I love learning. So why not do things that I learn? Why not push myself? Why not learn more about how my brain works, how my thoughts interfere or help my situation and how I can really learn more about myself so that I can grow as a person and then also like within my family and with you know because whenever one person is working on themselves it just kind of goes out to their circle you know I mean it's all of that <laughs> you just said something and I'd like to hear a little bit about what your thought what your thoughts you said examining your thoughts you know what mm -hmm. are my thoughts when did you start noticing and differentiating between when did you start uncovering your real thoughts versus thoughts that have been Im imprinted upon you through your life of generational curse and society? It wasn't until I left corporate that first time. Um, so this was like 2018. So it's been about five years or so, or whatever the math is, four years, five years. Um, when I left the first time, like I left a big job, I left a team, I left a toxic work environment, but with people that I really loved and enjoyed, you know, it was just like the corporate culture that I just couldn't stand. Um, and even though I was a wife and a mother, like for some reason that not having that job just took me to the ground like I've worked my whole life that was just part of my identity I've always been a hard worker and has I've, I've always valued that and so when I left corporate and didn't have anybody that quote unquote needed me or like I wasn't um I don't know I just felt like I didn't have a purpose and I thought, well, that is so interesting that I have this family. I have, I'm the, you know, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. Like, how can I not feel like I have a purpose? And then it just kind of got into a whole bunch of reading books and understanding and kind of dissecting and paying attention to my thoughts and my mind. And I was in such a puddle that first couple of months, whenever I left that I named the the mean girl in my head. I named her Sheila because Sheila was just vicious. Like it was just as soon as I had slowed down long enough to get quiet, to not have all of the distractions of work and busyness and all of the things that I was used to, like I could hear the default, like the white noise that was going on in my head. And it was this mean girl, Sheila, that just was a constant, like, who do you think you are? Why do you think you get to be special? You're so stupid. People think you're an idiot, you know, like all of the nasty things that we tell ourselves because we're, our autopilot chatter is just so insidious if you don't pay attention to it. <laughs> so it was at that point where I really started to listen to that voice and then differentiate myself. So it was like at that point where I became the observer of my thoughts rather than thinking that those are my thoughts. I'm like, no, that's, that's just ego. That's society. That's everything else that everybody else has put on me right the mm -hmm. conditioning that all of this stuff and that's not mine to carry and it has just been a constant unpacking of like unloading of all of those thoughts and shifting them observing them seeing them and then choosing different thoughts my own that You're support exactly, me exactly <laughs> my own your own definitely yeah. definitely 
I love all of that. And from leaving and going back and leaving and going back, and I'm really excited to see where you ebb and flow on this path and what it brings you back to, because there is a difference. I, I am a mom. I was a wife. I am a mom. And now I'm a grandma. And I understand what you're saying is how can you feel that you don't have a purpose, but it's different. Yeah. Our purpose, our passion is what we're here, what we're called to do. And what I do, I didn't choose it. It definitely chose me as yours chose you. It's just the way right. the energy rolls. Um, so it's not taking away from anything of the people that we love, our children and our families. But it's just different. And I yeah. think when we don't know what our purpose is, it just adds to that floundering. And once we can uncover some of those layers and let that purpose begin to show, it just helps the process, helps it move along faster. And even though we have setbacks or review processes, <laughs> it's once it gets a hold of us, it's got a hold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, there's just no, I can't, like, I don't even know what life would look like if I weren't, if I, <laughs> this sounds so funny. Like, I don't know what my life would look like if I wasn't always pursuing my passions. Like, that's just something I've, I've always done. And you know, they've taken many different forms over the years. And of course they kind of took a back seat when my kids were like in elementary school and middle school and all of those kind of busier ages, but it's, you know, it's always something that I've been passionate about as far as like entrepreneurship and women specifically, like I've always had this chip on my shoulder that I, (laughs) I get really pissed off whenever women aren't seen as equal or as empowered. And so like, that is, that, that is my torch to carry through this life. And that's just something that I've always done. And, um, I can't imagine not like ever just being done with it, you know, like I can't imagine just like, even if I made like $10 million tomorrow, like checking out on a beach and just hanging out, like it's not who I am there would definitely be beach vacations, but it wouldn't be like a full time, you know, yeah, like I'm still done. Be working too. Yep. I would yeah. still be serving as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. How would you, if someone came to you right now and said, Oh my gosh, I, I, I've done basically what you have. I, I'm trying to create this, this business, do this work. And I, it's just not coming together. And I have a family to support. What would be maybe one of the first two or three things that you might say to her to, to help guide her? Mm. I think one of the things that I have failed to focus on, and it (laughs) has obviously come to fruition, but there has to be a plan to make money. Like it's not like, I think I got caught up in the energy of it, the law of attraction, the woo-woo side of stuff that I really, really love. But without combining it with any sort of proven strategy, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all about building a business that revolves around me and the way that I want to work and the things that I want to do. And I believe that that's a hundred percent possible for people and myself. I think where I kind of got sideways is not, it's, here's the thing. It's like, I find it really hard to make money when all you're thinking about is money. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're thinking about how much okay, well, I need to replace this income by this date. And I've got this deadline and I've got like, that just shuts all creativity down. And (laughs) I think this time before I leave again, I will have the money. I will learn to receive. I will learn to generate money. Like all of those things will be in place before I walk out the door again. Like that is where I'm at is creating some sort of, 
leveraged income where I'm not trading dollars for time so that I have some sort of baseline income coming in so that I can go and do the things that I want to do and spend more time creating on the things that I, that are interesting to me, but maybe won't make money in this very second, because I find it's, it's, it's really hard to put all your hopes and dreams and aspirations all on one thing that you've never done before, because <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, maybe I needed a little bit more practice in this area or this area, you know? You. So I would say one, it takes longer than you think. B, it's, or two, <laughs> wherever, however we're counting. <laughs> um, it takes longer than you think. And like, it's not going anywhere. Like it can be slow. It doesn't have to be according to anybody's standards. It doesn't have to be zero to 10 K months within six months or you're a failure. It doesn't, you know, it's like being okay, knowing that it may take longer than you want it to. I mean, maybe it'll be good for you and you've had a nice, easy childhood and lots less trauma and you're, you're good to go. But like, for me, it was just like, okay, this is, there's a lot of emotional unpacking that comes up with this because it is like, you feel like a fraud. You've never done this before. Who are you to do this? Who are you to charge people? Who are you, you know, like all of those things come up that you learn to deal with. And I think when you don't have to deal with all that and focus on making money at the same time that you're going to set yourself up better for a better experience. Beautiful. I don't know if that answered the question, but it does. I- <laughs> it, does. it does. And it's a good place to start because you're right. It's, there's so much about mindset, mm-hmm. but, and you can have the mindset work going on and you can have the law of attraction work going on, but you're absolutely right. You have to have, you have to take action. You have to take mm-hmm. physical body movement, do something. You have to take action. You have to have a plan. And, and a podcast that I did recently with actually my, my first guy, I guess, was uh, my financial guy. And he's not just a financial guy, Kurt Mueller. He is with Apollo and Wealth and he's my financial, I'd call him God, but that's a little bit too much. <laughs> um, but he's just been wonderful. And it was about, I don't know all the questions to ask in this area. If I'm making a plan over the next five to 10 years, okay, what, what do I want? What do I need to know? What do I need to do? And if I don't know how to answer those questions, I need to find somebody who can. Right. And he is someone that I actually meet with once a month and we go over my, where I'm at, where I'm going, where, what, where I've been, we go over the picture, we, we go over everything and that helps keep me. And it's funny because he has said the same things that you have said to me. Now you need to be patient. You know, (laughs) technically this has only been a year and you know, you're at this part, you're doing great. And you just be patient with it because like we said earlier, we want it yesterday. Right. I get that, but it does. And we do need to be patient, but we need to be consistent. And I'm a firm believer of surrounding ourselves with the right people who can guide us, support, teach, um, cheer us on. My sisterhood is, is just the best group of sisters that I could ever ask for. And they lift me up and just being here, you and I, just being on a podcast interview with another fellow woman who is just on a mission and wants to create a life that is designed by her rights, her her purpose, her des- her dreams, her desires. It's her life to live. It's your life to live. It's your gift. Yeah. That just jazzes me, and it keeps my fires burning. Yeah, you know, people ask us, and you must been you must have been asked numerous times, "What is your why? What is your why? What is your why?" <laughs> Well, okay, we have this why up here, but what's the, what's the inside? Yeah. You know, when you're talking about what, how you like to serve, there's a whole different look about you. There's a whole different light in your eyes. There's a different body language, the smile. And, and I see that. And every woman that I ask, well, you know, tell me about what you do. And it, it immediately, you know, that it's their heartfelt soul purpose. Why yeah. it's what keeps the fires burning. Which is why, like, even thinking about abandoning this or walking away from it or thinking of it as a failure, is just like so foreign to me. It's just like, what? No, like, this is what I'm here for. (laughs) Like, I don't care how long it takes. I mean, like I do, but I don't, you know? (laughs) So I I mean, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's just, it's just part of who I am. 
And like, I think it's just so cool that in today's society and through places like podcasts and groups and programs and stuff that we're a part of that we can meet those like-minded people and grow and learn from each other and teach and all of the things. And even though you are going back into corporate temporarily, you will still continue whether you are meaning to or not, because once it's your purpose and your passion, you find you just, you, you serve and you help where it comes up. Right. And you'll find a way, you'll find a way to keep both going. I, I just in the little bit of time that we've gotten to know each other, um, I have no doubts that you yeah. keep the fires burning. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I think that there's, I'm also like just prepared for the, the little dip that I know to happen. I mean, that's, I guess like third time's a charm. Like I know what to expect is like, whenever I go back, there will be like that initial dip where I'm learning a new job to where I won't, I'll be uh, like tired. Like my brain power will be done for the day and I won't want to come home and do stuff and on the side, but like, that'll like, once I get stuff down, like that'll pick back up. And I mean, I've got a, a plan that's working through that. I mean, so it's, I think it's just the more preparation you can have and the more that you kind of understand yourself. And I mean, all of that's a process too. So just kind of being aware of those things. And I think one of the biggest things for me too, is I'm not, (laughs) it's like, I'm going back to corporate, but I'm going back in a very detached way. Like, it's not like I'm, okay, well, I've got my mind set on this corporate title or ladder or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very much like, this is not my drama. This is not my problem. I'm going to go in and I'll give it my best because that's just what I do. You know, I'll go in, I'll do my job, but like, I don't have to be so attached to all of the stuff that happens because I'm, I got a bigger purpose. Like I have a bigger purpose and I think that that is just as important as everything else that I'm doing, just because I don't want to get caught up in that drama and then find myself two years later down the road going, Oh, I like had a lot of momentum going, but then I totally dropped the ball, you know? So it's like, I saw that I did that last time. Now I know what to expect. I know how to keep my momentum up. I know how to detach myself from the situation. I know how to keep my eye on the prize and, still do the things that I want to do. And honestly, I think it might help me cut a lot of the fluff. You know, I still have some perfectionist (laughs) tendencies to where things have to be so pretty and they have to, you know, it's like whenever you don't have time for that, like I I've learned, I can't quite, you know, we are in the same podcasting group together with Kathy Heller and it's just like, be a C student. I love it. Yes. Yes. Yes, I love it. (laughs) I can get to like a B minus, you know, like that is like my my, my comfort level. So I'm like, (laughs) if I could just do what I need to do and show up in my business with a B minus, then I'm still like worlds ahead of where I could be. And it's okay. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. Yes. And just slowly releasing all of that because I mean, that'll be its own kind of process and Mm -hmm. evolving and everything too. But it's all, I mean, I think it's just all in how you look at it and all it's, I don't know. I think learning to partner with my brain and partner with my mind and, and direct my thoughts has been like just the biggest gift out of all of this is really learning those concepts and how to, to really just reframe stuff to where I'm telling myself things that support me that are also true. Like I can find the truth in everything that, like the way I choose to look at things, you know, I mean, everything we say, everything's a story, you know, like why not tell stories about, you know, things are just things. And then we make up stories about them. So it's like, why not tell the story that supports us and that paints the the situation and how we want to look at it, like how we can use it for our benefit. You have said so much that is, is so you know, it, I don't want to use the word easy, but simple to to grasp and understand. And yes, it can be hard to put it into process. And if someone wanted to speak to you about all the things you've talked about of, of 
coming to terms with with where you're at in your mindset and how to work through these things and how to have a different relationship with your thoughts and shed some of what's no longer serving you. If someone really wanted to talk with you about that, that's going through similar that you are and would like to have some strength from you and some words from you and some guidance, how might they reach you? Yeah, um, I am most active on Instagram. So you're always welcome to start a conversation over there. I also have coaching available. I mean, I'm honestly, I need to look at that again, um, <laughs> probably adjust my times that I'm available, but I do have coaching available as well for people if they want a one-on-one -on -one experience. But, you know, Instagram at Jamie Renee, hit me up over there and just kind of follow along for this season of the journey definitely going to do that. I will put your contact information in the show notes and definitely, definitely you and I are going to stay in touch and yeah. see how things are going and just keep each other's fires stoked. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm, it's, I'll definitely need that accountability for the next 12 <laughs> to 18 months. <laughs> I'm going to make a note of my calendar. Jamie, thank you so much. I think you've really given us so much to to feel good about that it is okay. It's just, it's okay. Yeah. It's just okay. And um, I, I have my new comment to say is, and you didn't die because I started <laughs> taking Pilates. So that was my thing. I went to Pilates today. I didn't die. And I so didn't die. We didn't die. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I'm wishing you all the best. And I'm really anxious to hear. So keep us posted. And again, if you'd like to speak with Jamie on how to work through your thoughts and your challenges and your paths, please check the show notes for how to do that or find her on Instagram at Jamie Renee. And thank you so much. Jamie. All right. Thank you for having me, Kathleen. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. There were so many takeaways. I can't even begin to list them all. I'm sure you have many, or even if you just have that special one that touched you the most. And if you think this episode would touch and serve someone else, please, please feel free to share. We want to help as many women as we can achieve their life their way. What does your life your way mean to you? How would it look? How would it feel? Thank you again for being here. And if you'd love to have your own conversation with Jamie, please reach out to her on Instagram, Jamie Renee, J-A-M-I-E-R-I-E. N E Jamie Renee. She is on Instagram and I will have that address and I will have her other uh, link tree information in the show notes. Thank you again. Have a marvelous day. Peace and blessings.